Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trusted one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to be more disciplined. He's gonna have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win, 115-105 to 105 over the Detroit Pistons. Remember when they were good? The Detroit Pistons. Remember that guy, the PA announcer guy? Is he still there? Does anybody know? Is he still there even though they suck? You would have thought he would have got a better job somewhere else after they started sucking. He's there. He's still there? Yeah. Mayor Mitch, uh, other side of the glass. Uh, I don't think we have a nickname for Andrew yet. Uh, the intern, show two. Do uh, you have one already, Mitch, or not? I don't. I, I, that's up to Gary or somebody or... Um, or me. Or you. Right, yeah. You got to get the microphone closer because I can barely hear you. Um, but, I mean, first off, I, I guess... Uh, I'm thinking like the, those the TV show with the guys that that uh, are the duck hunters uh, with Cy Duck Dynasty Duck Dynasty yeah the, the whole Never beard seen thing it. the whole well just look up Duck Dynasty look at his beard and tell me if yeah a little bit he's got a whole Duck Dynasty beard thing going on there I've been watching that show in forever it's no longer I don't think it's, there's any new ones on anymore but yeah it I think was, it might have got canceled it was good for a couple of years and then at the end it just Went the wrong way. Uh, 115-105 bucks over the Detroit Pistons tonight. Let's go inside the box score. And for those of you that are thinking that, hey, it's going to be a chilled, relaxed show. Bucks uh, had an easy win over the Detroit Pistons. No. Now, we're going to get a little serious here because Thursday night is the Toronto Raptors. I believe that game is TNT in Toronto on Thursday night. And that is a serious game for this Bucks team and for the Toronto Raptors. So I have a kind of a serious question that I've said on a previous post-game show we would get to eventually on this show. Tonight's going to be the night for that question. But first, like I said, let's uh, go inside the box. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post-game show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, Bucks get the win, 115-105. Giannis tonight, 35 minutes, 8 of 16 from the floor, 1 of 4 from three-point range, 4 of 5 from the free-throw line, 21 points, 11 assists, 8 boards, 3 steals, 2 blocks, only 2 turnovers in 35 minutes. Chris Middleton on the night, 34 minutes, 6 of 13 from the floor, 1 of 3 from three-point range, 2 of 2 from the line, 15 points, 6 boards, 6 assists, 6 turnovers. Don't like that number. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 34 minutes. He's been playing well lately. Six of 10, two of six uh, from three, 14 points, seven boards, one assist, three block shots, and a turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 30 minutes, eight of 15 from the floor, three of five from three-point range, one of one from the free throw line, 20 points, seven assists, four boards, two steals for Eric Bledsoe. Brogdon was out tonight with an injury. Tony Snell. Started in his place, 24 minutes, 4 of 7 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3-point range, 1 of 2 from the line, 11 points, 2 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal. You hope Brogdon's able to go against Toronto, I'll tell you that much. Uh, 30 minutes for George Hill, 4 of 9 from the floor, 1 of 5 from 3, 9 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals. 
and one turnover. 22 minutes for Pat Connaughton. He got to play because Sterling Brown also was out hurt. Uh, seven of eight from the floor, two of three from three. He had 16 points, four boards, two assists, taking advantage of some playing time tonight was Pat Connaughton. 18 minutes for DJ Wilson. He played well, too. Four of six, one of two from the three-point range. Uh, nine points, one rebound, and one block shot. He really was a, a key for them, making that run there in the second half off of a tie score. Kind of uh, did it by himself almost a little bit there. Uh, those are the guys that played. Everybody thought Christian Wood was going to play. I told you all in the big show that wasn't going to happen. Uh, 54% shooting for the Bucks, 47.2% for the Detroit Pistons, 13 of 32 from deep uh, for Milwaukee, 40.6%. 12 of 37, good for 32.4% for the Pistons. Detroit, 9 of 12 from the free throw line, 8 of 10 for Milwaukee. Rebounds, 39 apiece. Assists, 32 for Milwaukee, 29 for Detroit. So good ball movement in general. Uh, Block shots, 3 for uh, Detroit, 6 for Milwaukee. Turnovers, 14. I should say 11 for Detroit, 10 for Milwaukee. 115, 105. Bucks get the win over the Pistons tonight as they continue to roll. And now, like I said, get ready for the Toronto Raptors coming up next on Thursday night. Here is the question of the night that you will be answering on social media, and hopefully you will be dialing the phone number uh, old school and actually calling into a talk show. That would be appreciated as well. That that number is 414-799-1250. If you don't have it saved in your phone, you should probably just do that right now, and that way you don't have to sit there and try and dial or anything. And just right there, favorite, hit it. Do you have favorites in your phone, Mayor Mitch? Uh, do, you, do you do that? Favorites? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I have so favorites. Like, it, like in my phone. You have, I, think, I believe I have the option. I just don't I just don't elect to do that. I don't I don't have any favorite friends. Yeah, so like in my phone it says favorites right yep. there on the top. Contacts favorites. And, and you can just hit favorites and then, you know, your four or five people that you always call. Boom, hit it, go, and away you go. I don't know if anybody actually uses it. I usually it. go by like the recents. Oh, sure. You know, most people I call, I call regularly. Right. And, you know, same group of friends or family or whatever yeah, the case people, may be. Whatever. Right, exactly. You guys. Okay, so uh, it's 414-799-1250. Here's the question. I'm doing this in preparation for a close game against Toronto, possibly, uh, and looking ahead to the playoffs and so forth. Give me in order, in order, your top three, uh, say top four, your top four guys that you would want to take a last-second shot to try and win at the end of a basketball game for this team. Top four guys in order of who you'd want to take a last-second shot to win for this Bucks basketball team. Should we set a scenario up here, Mitch? Would that help the question? Shall we set a scenario? Yeah, paint, paint a picture. Why okay, not? okay, fine. So we'll say the scenario is Bucks down one, 10 seconds to go, inbound, side out. Got it? Does that work? Okay. So that's the scenario. 10 seconds to go. Bucks down one, inbound, side out. Who do you want taking the, 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 the last second shot to win the game for this team? Give me your top four in order. Now, I'm doing top four mainly because I think it probably comes down to four players in some order of Bledsoe, Brogdon, Middleton, and Giannis. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some of you are going to throw somebody else into that mix that I'm not counting on. But last second shot, who is it for you? Give me your top four in order. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. I'm intrigued to hear this. And the reason I say this is because the other night when we we were talking about whatever it was we were talking about, somebody brought up the fact that they wouldn't want Giannis uh, taking that last-second shot. Oh, I know what it was. It was Chris Middleton Appreciation Night uh, the other night when I was hosting postgame. And they were the point was made a couple of times on Twitter that Chris Middleton should be the, you know, the guy taking the shot at the end because he's money Middleton for a reason. And that's, that's his baby. Last-second shot, let him shoot it. Okay. So... I want to know how many people would actually not have Giannis in one and would have Middleton at one or have Bledsoe at one or have Brogdon at one. And then, in that case, how much farther down the, the line is Giannis going to be before you want him to take the shot? Because this is going to be a situation. I, I can all but guarantee you and promise you that between now 
and the end of the playoffs, there are going to be multiple times where you are going to have this Bucs team in that situation to where somebody's going to have to take a shot to try and win this thing. And I want to know how many people are buying into Giannis being that guy. Because most of the time, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it a jump shooter that takes that shot? More times than not? Am I right about that, Mitch, or am I wrong about that? I guess more often than not, but who says you have to settle? No, 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 you don't. I mean, you could get, give the ball to Yaz and go, go to the rim. And Do you hope remember you, what happened last time they were in Toronto? And, and hope you get the call. I mean, you could absolutely do that, sure. Yeah, you could absolutely do that. Remember how they forgot about Giannis and he ran in for a dunk? Correct, right, and that's always a possibility. How the hell anybody forgets about Giannis, <laughs> I have no idea. But sure, that's always a possibility. But if you just think about it, right, like who are those closers in basketball that didn't do it that way. I mean, even if you go to the Lakers, right? So you're going to go to the post game with Shaq, maybe. But more times than not, wasn't it Kobe? Wasn't it Kobe trying to get that shot, get that jumper up and hit that shot? Kawhi Leonard for Toronto, he's going to try and get that jumper. He can get to the rim, but he's probably going to try and get that jumper up at the end of the day. That's probably what it's going to come down to. I just don't think Giannis is probably going to be one for some people. I'll give you my four. But I want to see what everybody else thinks right now. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Old school way. I know. Pick up the phone and dial. Not a lot of people uh, do it as much as they just sit on Twitter. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. And you can do Twitter. We will read your Twitter responses uh, for sure. Before we get to that, uh, let's go over uh, the injury report for tonight's game. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, time now to look at the uh, injury report uh, leading up to this game. And again, remember, Sterling Brown was doubtful and did not play with a right wrist contusion. So there was nothing going on there with Sterling Brown. Malcolm Brogdon, he didn't play. He was out with a sternal contusion suffered uh, versus OKC. Mavalesi's original tweet said sufferer. I didn't think that was right. Uh, suffered. So sternal contusion is why he uh, did not play uh, tonight. Velasquez also uh, tweeted out before the game that he caught up with Dante DiVincenzo pregame, sporting a walking boot on his right foot uh, that was put on Saturday Says he doesn't have a timetable, but they wanted to protect his foot and give the bursitis a chance to fully heal for DiVincenzo. So that pretty much is the update on everybody uh, as far as people that are out. Uh, Christian Wood was recalled and, as we said, did not play. Matt Velasquez, who I just referred to from the Milwaukee Journal Center, will join us coming up at 923 if you want to hear from him. All right, 414-799-1250. Let's get to a sports flash here with Mayor Mitch, and we'll come back, and we'll see what kind of order everybody puts it in. This is the scenario. Ten seconds to go. Bucks down one, side out. Who do you want taking that last second shot? Give me your top four in order. Anxious to see where Giannis is going to rank for most of you. We'll find that out coming up next. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, so the Bucs get the win tonight, as you just heard, over the Detroit Pistons. Now wanting to know, in this scenario we were talking about, how do you line up who gets this shot at the end? Top four in order as the Bucs win 115-105 over Detroit. Giannis leads the way in scoring 21 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds. Looking for that X factor tonight. Pat Connaughton and DJ Wilson, the bench coming up big. Bench had struggled here last four games. You may note of that on Fox Sports Wisconsin. 16 points for Connaughton on 7 of 8 shooting. 9 for DJ Wilson on 4 of 6 uh, shooting. Like I said, was instrumental in that run they made. I believe it was the second quarter to kind of pull away, and they never really looked back. Uh, after that, 115-105. So, Pat Connaughton, DJ Wilson, your X-Factors tonight. Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you. Mayor Mitch, other side, along with 
Uh, Andrew, who we may or may not call Duck Dynasty, haven't figured that out yet based on uh, what his facial hair situation. It looks like. Does he have a nickname that he likes? Does he does he have one that he likes or? Because if he has one that he likes, I may go with that if I if I think it's pretty good. He says his last name is Bolt, and he's been called Lightning before, so maybe something with that. Yeah, no, I don't see it. No, <laughs> not going with that. Sorry, dude. Uh, okay, so how would you line them up? Let's go to Trail Northside. You're up first uh, on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. What's up? How you doing, Sparky, man? Uh, sorry to hear about the, the situation you had earlier. I sure was waiting to hear your FD Davies take. I heard you. Yeah, so what, what Trell's talking about is uh, earlier today I had some car issues, and if you want to listen to it, and apparently everybody got a good chuckle out of it for about 15 or 20 minutes, you can go back, listen to the 5 p.m. 5 p.m. hour of the uh, Big Show podcast uh, up right now at 1057fmthefan.com, and uh, you can listen and, like I said, get a good laugh out of it. Uh, as far as what Anthony Davis and all of these reports, and there was multiple people, Gary Wolfel, Kevin O'Connor, yeah. some other people on Twitter saying that the Bucks are going to make an offer for Anthony Davis, um, and I just think it's nonsense. Now, I the, the one thing that I, I saw somebody tweet um, either during the show or after the show, I didn't see the tweet till after the show, uh, was maybe the Bucks could be a third team and get somebody that way. Yeah. That makes sense. I could see that, sure. Maybe yeah. they're the third team to help facilitate Anthony Davis to the Lakers or something, and they get something in return while giving up something. That I understand and, and could totally understand how that would work. But them actually getting Anthony Davis, I don't see how that happens. This is how it can happen, Sparky. They don't want to trade them to the Lakers. So the only way the Bucks are actually officially out of it if they decide to keep them to the summer. If they trade Anthony Davis before the deadline ends, Milwaukee just has as good a chance as anybody else if they can find a third team. And right now there's a, a rumor out saying the Bucks get AD. Um, hold on, I got it right here. The Bucks get AD. Um, it'll be a three-team trade. The Bucs get AD. New Orleans gets Conley, Gasol, and Middleton. Memphis receives Drew Holiday, Julius Randle, Tony Snell, Don Maker, and a Bucks future first-round pick. That's a three-team three trade. So with, who do the Bucs uh, lose in this whole deal? They're, they're going to actually lose Snell, Middleton, Don Maker, and a, a future uh, probably unprotected first-round pick. Yeah, that's, a, that's a steal. Because, I mean, the, the, uh, the pick can't go to, like, 2024 or something, so whatever. Yeah, so they'll probably have to make it unprotected. And then if, Who cares? if New Orleans is thinking about it, they'll be like, well, it may not be that good then. or it might Well, yeah, if, if, if Giannis isn't here, it's going to be a great pick. If Giannis yeah. is here, it's not going to be a very good pick. The only reason why I say they do have a chance, because if you remember, nobody thought Toronto was going to get Kawhi, but San Antonio was hell-bent on not – trading them to the Lakers. Right. So that opened the door up for and you know, Boston is out of it if they trade them before the deadline. Correct. So therefore it's gonna be either Milwaukee, New York, some team like that. But, but I don't think they want to trade him to the Lakers. So if he does get traded before the deadline, I'm not counting the Bucks out yet. Okay, now look look at it this way. If if they get Conley and Gasol and Middleton, that's a lot of damn money. I don't know how that financially works, but I mean, if if they somehow are because they would lose Drew Holiday though, you're saying right? Yeah, Drew Holiday would go to Memphis and Julius Randle. Well, that so makes sense then up, financially. They've given up three, and then you know Gasol. I think is this is his last year on the contract, if I'm not mistaken. No, Conley I think he's a got a year. Years. No, I think he's got a year left. Hold on, let me look. But I mean, either way, I mean, if I know Conley's got time left, he's got a couple of years left at least. Um, and then you get Middleton. And, and like I said earlier in the big show, you know, if you can, if you tell Middleton, look, I'll give you max money to stay, I'm guessing he'll stay if he thinks you have a chance. Uh, yeah, it's a player option for 2019, 2020 at 25.5 million. If I'm Gasol, I take the player option. I'm not yeah, trying to probably. go out. I'm not yeah, trying to go out might. into free agency and see if I can get more than 25. Maybe he thinks he can. I, if I was him, I'd just take the player option and be happy. Yeah. As far as your question, though. I only got one person who I want shooting the ball, and that's Malcolm Brogdon. Um, I, I want him. I, he's just been clutch over over the last few years. Even in playoff moments, you remember he hit that big three against Boston to give us a, to help get the game the game six win. Right. Uh, I just think he's clutch. I, I would uh, definitely. I want the ball. I want him getting maybe Giannis creating, but I want Malcolm Brogdon shooting the ball. 
so, definitely. Okay, so let me see if I get this right. So you're saying Brogdon is your guy at the end of a game. So Thursday night in Toronto, this scenario happens that we're, we're throwing out there right now. Ten seconds left, Bucks down one, side out. You're saying Brogdon's your guy taking the shot. I want him to take a shot. That doesn't mean he's going to get the ball with ten seconds. I might give it to Giannis, but I want Brogdon shooting the ball. Okay, so he's one. Who's two? Um, I guess I would have to go with Middleton. Who's three? For number two. Um, Bledsoe or Giannis or somebody else? Maybe Lopez. <laughs> Why don't I'm shooting? But you can't argue it. I mean, everybody can be. If, if people are laughing, you shouldn't be because. Especially if he's outside, he's got just as good a chance of making it as anybody else, and probably a better chance than Giannis does from outside. Yeah, Much I better want chance. Giannis having. I want the ball in Giannis' hands, but I don't want him shooting the, an outside shot to win the game. No. Either go to the rim and draw the foul, or go to the rim and kick. Yeah, yeah I, I trust him to do that. I think he'll kick it to uh, a shooter and see if they make it. And that's what you want because if he goes to the rim and doesn't get the call, everybody's going to lose their minds. So yeah. that that's what happens with that. Trail, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. That three team trade. I don't I don't know where he got it from or whatever, but man, oh man, you want to talk about shaking up Memphis? That and New Orleans. I mean, that would be an overhaul of both those rosters for sure. Conley, Middleton, and Gasol. What do the NBA standings look like right now? The Grizzlies are not good, so. I can tell you that they have struggled. Yeah, they why no, but it would be the Hornets would be getting all that stuff. Or the Pelicans, I mean. Pelicans are Right. Uh they're down there too. Five and a half games out of the eighth spot behind the Clippers. Clippers are twenty eight and twenty three. Pelicans are twenty two and twenty eight. Does Conley, Middleton, and Gasol get you into the playoffs? There's not a lot of time left after this trade deadline. You only got a couple months left to make that type of run in order to to make things work. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think that's the package New Orleans has, you know, in mind. Well, but a couple but of again, aging stars and but then Middleton. The, but the argument is, well, at least that I've seen is that they're not going to rebuild because they don't think they can last in a Everybody rebuild, says, and I, that they'll end up having to move because nobody's going to show up at those games. Well, that that we could probably discuss at some point. If if that's the case. Then yeah, then maybe you do make that move for Conley and Gasol and, and try and stay relevant and be that eight seed and do what you can do from that perspective. But from the Bucks' perspective in that three way deal that that Trell just said, well, I do that. Steal. Do that that's, in heartbeat. Done. <laughs> Absolutely done. If you give up Middleton, Snell, and a first for Anthon. Anthony Davis and Don, I mean, go ahead. Done. You can have him. Yeah, I mean, sure. That's yeah. nothing. That's and, that's and, impossible. But you're doing all of that to rent him for one year. You have him for the rest of this year and then all of next year. And then he goes to the Lakers. That's the thought, right? Yeah. So I would do that and, and take your chance for one year and then hope that Giannis and him become guys and that maybe he changes his mind. That's what you have to hope for. Now, a la Paul George. To OKC. Right. Correct. And hope you, but can Giannis recruit? I mean, everybody, everybody thought he was going to L.A. this but year. But can Giannis recruit to the same way? I mean, Westbrook had Paul George out at the clubs and doing all this stuff, trying to wine and dine him to get him to stay. I just don't think... I mean, I could be wrong, but I just I don't see that happening here. I just I I don't see it. All right, uh, so that's the scenario. How would you do it? So he does not put Giannis one. Ian tweets at one hundred five seven FM. The fan says his number four guy is Bledsoe. His number three guy is Giannis. His number two guy is Brogdon, and his first guy is Chris Middleton. At the end of a game, he wants Middleton taking that shot, not Giannis. Next up. Jay, or Joel, tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan. His number four guy, Malcolm Brogdon. His number three guy, Bledsoe. His number two guy, Middleton. Giannis, numero uno. Giannis has game winners also, but honestly, it's to whoever is open, says Joel. I got to tell you, Giannis ain't my first choice. Is he your first choice, Merrimitch? Um... I think I'd want the ball in his hands and let him decide. Like what Trell just said. Yeah, I so mean, you I, exactly I think, let I think him that... run the point at the top, and then you let him drive and kick to whoever. Yeah, or you try have to get to the four guys in the corner spreading the floor. Right, Giannis going downhill, and if he either take if he feels like he has the shot over somebody or could get fouled, um, he takes it. I or... don't want Giannis for three. 
I don't no, want I don't really Giannis. Want that, no. I don't want Giannis for a pull-up jumper at 15. Don't want that either. So either you're going to the rim and trying to throw it in somebody's face, or we're kicking it, or you're throwing it out to somebody else. For me, that's that's how it is. Now, Troy tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan says Middleton, Brogdon, Giannis, Bledsoe, Bledsoe coming up number four. Bledsoe is a similar case to Giannis, though. If you look at it, right? Bledsoe's a guy that same thing. I mean, I don't. I'm not the most. I don't feel the most comfortable with him taking a jumper either at this point. But he loves doing it. Oh, I mean, how, how uh, many? Yeah, he's how many not scared times of the shot. Have we gone through this where you see at the end of the game, you know, Bledsoe, you know, stumbles into a step back fadeaway, and you know, Giannis is completely frozen out of the play, and everybody loses sure. their minds. Yep. I, I feel like I'd rather die with your superstar player. But, but I mean, that's that's just it though. But as far as Bledsoe goes in his jumper, I don't know if I'm that much more confident in his jumper as I am Giannis. Same situation, though. Bledsoe to the rim, and then hope he either goes up and doesn't take some circus shot, which he's been known to do, and that he actually kicks out to somebody that's got a better shot. But Middleton Brogdon, I think those two guys are probably your top two guys at this point. Right? I, I would have to think. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, let's see here. Got another one. This one comes in from Andy. Middleton Brogdon, Bledsoe, Giannis. Can you come up with any other basketball teams? whose superstar isn't a top two or three option at the end of a game to take a shot anytime in NBA history? I think he is. I, I don't think there's any debate, but apparently people aren't comfortable with it. No, I just don't I just don't see it. Have, have you ever seen I was just thinking about this, setting up a you know, Brooke Lopez coming off a screen to win a game yep. for, for three. That would be Sure. That would be twenty nineteen basketball in in a nutshell. That would be hilarious. But but listen I'm more comfortable with him taking that jumper than I am Giannis. And Giannis yeah. is starting to hit threes here in the last couple of games now. With all due respect, he, he had another one tonight, right? So he's starting to get going a little bit. And eventually, it, hopefully, I mean, I've, I've been saying this for two, this is the third season I've been saying, it's coming, it's coming, it'll happen. Third season, we're into this, and we're still waiting. But if that ever clicks, then it's over. Well, so you have, But you have one season where the head coach enables him to shoot threes. I wouldn't have let him shoot threes either. Neither would you have. Don't Just lie saying, to yourself. Jason, Jason Kidd would would not let him shoot three. Nor would I. Nor would you. Nor would anybody else listening to this radio station. And you're lying to <laughs> yourself and to us if you're telling me that you would have told Giannis, oh, just shoot the ball as much as you want. Take as many jumpers as you want. It's good. Are you out of your mind? There is no way. When he shot threes, the play-by-play guys were like, probably not the best shot that you probably wanted at that situation was Giannis shooting a three. They even said it. They knew. So, to say that, oh, this is all on kid. Baloney. Most of us, maybe not I didn't not say it was all us. on him. I just said it was, it's the first year of his career where it's it hasn't been, don't you dare shoot. Correct. Right. And I, I'm not so a big, it's coming. I'm not a big fan of just let it fly. But I know you're not. As long as he gets better and this works out, you know, in a couple of years, all of a sudden, he's his jumper's fixed and everything else. Look, his jumper looks better now, Mitch, than it did when he first got in the league. You agree? As far as... I mean, the, fo- the form is yes. there. It's just whatever looks reason. Better. He can knock him down pregame. You know, you watch Bucks yeah. social media. He's he's nailing everything. Sure. And it's kind of like with DeRozan. You know, uh, he was another one, too. Where he was, it was like horrible from outside he, for a long he time. He could make one step inside the three-point line. He was money. He stepped. It must. It's got to be a mental thing. Absolutely, it has to be. no doubt about it. Yep. So, all right. So the Bucks get the win tonight. We'll talk. We'll take more of your calls on this. Ten seconds to go. Ball side out. Down one. Getting ready for you know the Toronto game Thursday night, obviously, because this could happen or the playoffs. You're going to need to know who's that guy taking your shot. And, and right now, there's not a lot of faith in Giannis to be that guy at the end of the game to take that shot. Who is it for you? Give us your top four. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Bucks get the win tonight, 115-105 over the Detroit Pistons. Giannis, 21 points, 11 assists, 8 boards, 3 steals, 2 blocks. I'd say that was a pretty good basketball game. 20 points for Eric Bledsoe. Connaughton with 16 off the bench tonight for the Bucks in just 22 minutes. This is about the defense, though. Defensive play of the game, highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Mayor Mitch, pitch, well, you meant this. You mentioned Giannis and Bledsoe. They yep. hook up for a nasty dunk off a steal. 
What do they say? Showtime? Here it is. Good job, Giannis. But I he found pokes him. it away. Once again, Bledsoe, Jackson. Giannis, who started it, paid off by Bledsoe. That's a great teammate and a great point guard. That's what you do. Recognize great defense. Pay it off. I like it, and I think players appreciate it, too, when you get that payoff uh, at the end. 115-105, come back, more of your calls. Uh, also, we'll read some more tweets, and coming up next, we'll get to hear the Chili's MVB, and let you know that for Chuck and Winkler uh, tomorrow morning. And we'll hear from Coach Budenholzer coming up after the top of the hour here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. And, of course, where do you buy that? Pick and Save. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's wrench and go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bucks get the win over the Detroit Pistons tonight. Pretty easy victory, I'd say. Steve Sparky, Fiverr, Mayor Mitch, along with Andrew the intern. 115-105, Bucks with the win. Drive of the game, wrench and go. What you got, Mayor Mitch? Eric Bledsoe again with a solid and one gets knocked over by a piston. Completes the play. Bledsoe. Wow. Because Marcus said so. And one. Kyrie Thomas doesn't know what hit him. Now, this is a two-time player of the year at Bledsoe right there, man. Just it's just enough by him. And it's a beautiful one-handed scoop finish. You know, I, I was that highly courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin, Jim Paschke, Marcus Johnson, who's finally getting his jersey retired March 24th. I'm going to make a point of saying it every single show until it happens because I'm very happy for Marcus Johnson. Um, I want to point something out. And I, I don't I don't know how many other people pay attention to this stuff because I'm kind of a dork. Not a dork to the point of like Eric named dorkdom where it's like all about advanced numbers and all that stuff. And that's why he's good for me because he can help me with all that stuff. But um, do you like Giannis taking 20, 25 shots a game and others not taking nearly as many? Or do you prefer like tonight where it's a lot more balanced as far as guys taking shots. Giannis, 16. Bledsoe, 15. Middleton, 13. 10 for Brooke Lopez. 7 for Snell. 9 for Hill. 8 for Connaughton. 6 for DJ Wilson. Do you do you prefer one way or the other? Mayor I guess as long as Giannis takes the most shots. You don't care. I think I'm all right with it. A ba- balance I, is good. I think balance is great. I, I, mean, I, it, I tend to um, wonder. That's what I'll say. Wonder. That's scary. I, I tend to wonder um, if guys in that locker room prefer it the way it went tonight over him taking like 20, 22 shots and them not getting nearly as many shots. I just wonder if they prefer this way or the other way. Huh. Because they're all jealous of Giannis, right? I don't know about all that. I'm just, because think about it. I mean, this goes for anybody, right? Like guys that play with Kobe. Right, Kobe takes 25 shots, 30 shots a yeah, game, at least. and you're standing with your hands on your hips going, boy, why the hell am I out here for? He's taking all the damn shots. Well, and I, I've said That was this, the game of basketball for 10 years. And I, I've said this before, and I, I'm going to say it again. I don't care how many shots Giannis takes. He wants to take 30 shots, let him. Yeah. You don't like it, you can go play somewhere else. That's my attitude on it. That's always going to be my attitude on it. I'm never going to change. But I just, I wonder, because I, I, I would think that inside that locker room, they much prefer the way... It got distributed tonight. Well, and I think Coach Bud does too. I think he, yeah, his probably. system is you know ball movement, everybody involved. But he's never had a superstar either. Not I mean, really. Th- no. This is all new for him too. I mean, I guess you're on the Spurs staff, so you have have some of that. But his, I mean, his Atlanta teams were you know balanced attacks. All but the five Spurs All-Stars. had. But the Spurs had Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. Yeah. So you had some of that, but never to the level of this, where it's Giannis up and above, and then everybody else kind of finds the role behind him. So I, I, this is probably a little bit different for them, too. Sorry, I was just thinking about that and figured I'd point it out. Uh, okay, so uh, asking you the question, 10 seconds, sideline now, Bucks down one. How do you line them up? Uh, Andy tweets at the fans, says Middleton, Brogdon, Bledsoe, Giannis fourth. Giannis fourth tends to be quite a number of these, to be honest with you. It, it really does. 
Uh, Michael tweets out the fan. Middleton, Giannis, Brogdon, Snell. Mayor Mitch. Snell makes Michael's top four. Middleton, Giannis, Brogdon, and Snell. We've had a couple of wild responses. Takes there's, Snell, there's no doubt in my mind. He that. takes Tony Snell over Lopez, and he takes Tony Snell over Bledsoe. Lumbercat tweets out the fan. Giannis driving with the other space for a kickout. I think we all agree that's probably how we would want it to go. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think we're all, as long as he's not pulling up for a jumper or settling for a three-point shot. Dribble, 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 nine, eight, seven, six, five, and then rises up for a three at the top. That, I, w- I would lose my mind. I mean, e- even the, the Knicks game winner, the turnaround fadeaway, probably not how you necessarily want. He got it to go, and it was only about a 20-footer, 15-footer. Let me ask you this question. Skill or luck? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. at I mean, that point, I would probably you, say luck. That, if, that was, what, you, three years ago? I yeah. would say luck. If you look now... How many times he hits that shot or even goes to that shot anymore? Like he doesn't. When he does shoot it, he doesn't hit it all that often, and he really doesn't use it all that often anymore either. So, I mean, I was happy for him that he hit it. Don't get me wrong. I was jacked up. No question. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, where are we going next here? We've got all kinds of responses coming in here on Twitter. Nate tweets at 105.7 FM The Fan. Brogdon, number one, mids two. Giannis, three, Bledsoe, four. Brogdon has hit so many big shots, and teams often forget about him. All right, Mary Mitch. So Giannis goes to the rim. Everybody's spaced out like you like. Who do you want to get the ball? Now, that's a different Um, uh, You know, that's... For me, because that's the I'm guy going taking, Brogdon from there, I think. that's the guy taking the shot, yeah, right? I'm, so I'm going Brogdon. You're going Brogdon, there. too. Brogdon or Middleton, I'd be okay with. All right. Scott, West Milwaukee, you're next on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What's up, Scott? Hi, Sparky. Was it good? You got the team four? I, I, I don't know. I'll ask Matt Velasquez when he comes on at 923. I'll see what he says. I, I don't have an answer for you on why he's not. Christian Wood is a better basketball player than he is right now, and he should be getting run in. They keep calling him up to sit on the bench and watch. So, and then you yeah, hear during the broadcast, there. you hear during the broadcast that Vin Baker is like his personal coach, and Baker yeah. gave him a B the other night for a forty and twenty game or whatever because defensively he wasn't as good as Vin Baker wanted him to be. Well, if that's the case, then Thon Baker must get F's for like most of his games this year. If he's grading Christian Wood that that tough, then I can't imagine what these other big guys are getting uh, graded by Vin Baker. But still, you'd think he'd be down there playing and improving yourself. Sure. That's like yeah. baseball. Yeah. You know, they developed the minor leaguers through the minor league system. Then why have the team then? Yeah, you just got to think he's going to get traded. I, I just think he's on his way out. He won't be here after the trade deadline. Um, and they're just going to get whatever they can get. If it's a package deal to get a, a bigger-name player, great. If it's not, then it's him for a second-round pick or something. Then I think that happens, too. I just don't think he's here past the deadline. Scott, thanks. For the call, appreciate it. All right, I get to a sports flash with Mayor Mitch. Uh, before we do that, though, I told you we had to get you this. Hey, Bucks fans, let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at eight thirty-five during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby, back. Hey, you've been following along here, uh, Jason Barrett, who does uh, like sports PD, sports radio PD guy. Uh, does his uh, legitimate rankings of large market morning shows, mid market morning shows, large market midday or midday shows, all that. You been following along with this, Mary Mitch? How this is all going? Yeah, a little bit. So Chuck and Winkler make his top twenty. I think they made it. Did he make make top ten? I think he may have made top ten uh, as well uh, for the morning show. That was yesterday. And now to, for mid-market, because that's what we are in Milwaukee. Uh, and now today comes the midday one, mid-market, and the Bill Michaels show makes sixth on the list for mid-market. So the fans rolling, baby. And that is legitimate. That's not Jason Baird just doing it himself. He's got a bunch of people that all participate in voting for these awards from all over the country that listen to samples of the shows or whatever the case may be, um, and then vote. And like Dan Dockich was number one on the midday uh, show list. I love Dan Dockage. So down in Indianapolis, he was number one and, and probably rightfully so. Okay. So let's get to a sports flash here. But first, Chili's MVB of the day, Pat Connaughton. Chili's MVB. There. I said it. We know you can do that. Giannis said it a couple. 
You're listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Craft Pizzas. One fifteen, one hundred five bucks over the Detroit Pistons tonight. Giannis twenty one points, eleven assists, eight boards, twenty points, seven assists for Eric Bled. So tonight, no Malcolm Brogdon, no Sterling Brown. They were out uh, hurt. Hopefully, both will be able to play against Toronto on Thursday night TNT game in Toronto. Big, big, big game for the Bucks, especially for Boonholzer if he wants to coach his All Star team because they make the decision here beginning of February, February third, I think it is. Uh, whoever's in first place gets to coach the All-Star team. That would be nice for the Bucks to have their coach coaching the Eastern Conference All-Stars. We'll be on the air immediately following that one. I can't wait for that game on Thursday night against the Raptors. All right. Oh, yeah. You think I get angry during uh, normal games? Are you producing for me on Thursday I night? I am actually not, so I can be I can be a fan. That's good. Just don't break anything in your house <laughs> that you have to pay for later. Uh, okay, screw Sicilian. Frozen pizza play of the game. What you got, Mayor Mitch? DJ Wilson hitting threes, leading charges. Uh, the uh, the mayor second, of the fan club. Yep, in the there second quarter. Got the Bucks a little separation. Here we go. How about the game in Oklahoma City where he was stymied in the first half? How about that three? How about that three? <laughs> Forget about Giannis. DJ Wilson, five quick points. Yeah, he was uh, pretty much a one-man crew getting that lead back out to 12, I think it was. Uh, and really kind of it all had a tip in, uh, closed out real well on another play. Uh, so, yeah, DJ Wilson, key there. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Paskey, Marcus Johnson on the call. Joey in St. Francis, you're next uh, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. What's up, Joey? Hi, Sparky. Hey, I want to thank you again. We've guys doing the toy drive this year again. It's, it's all great. And uh, real quick, how's Rami doing? Uh, yeah, Rami's doing good. Rami heard about my story from earlier today and uh, is laughing hysterically at me currently texting me. So yeah, I missed this afternoon. I need a good laugh. I might have to check. It yeah, out. it's uh, about the <laughs> f- uh, the 5 p.m. hour, uh, about five minutes in, you'll hear it. And yeah, I'm sure oh. you'll laugh too. I, yeah. Oh, geez. I'm glad you made it through whatever happened. Yeah. Oh, here. wait till you hear it. Oh, buddy. Oh. You're a oh, car boy. guy, aren't you, Joey? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. right up your alley then. Just yeah, wait and yeah. see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a car guy, yeah. And another quick quick thing is, why don't the Bulls play Jabari more? He, he played tonight, and he had 22 points in 23 minutes, eight rebounds. I mean, they all say his defense in that, but a lot of them guys don't play the great D. You know that. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I, I think yeah. he's got himself in a doghouse right now pretty big. And I I don't know what happens to him. I mean, I, there's no way they're picking up his option for next year. So now he goes to free agency, and it will be interesting yeah. to see what type of money He'll get. I mean, he's set for the rest of his life financially, obviously, so it doesn't oh, yeah. really matter at this point. But exactly, they yeah. paid him, so I guess I should be happy he got what you know his contract. Yep. But I could see maybe him going to Utah or something like that. But he gave me his number back at the car show, which I thought was pretty cool. And I wished him luck with the Bulls and that, and then all this and all this could happen. So kind of, I didn't want to text him back and feel kind of bad. You know? Right? Yeah, he'll be all right. But, yeah. Anyway, my my four, I would go with Brockton, Middleton. Lopez and then Bledsoe. And I'll tell you what, I love our coach, man. Boonholzer? Yeah. Yeah, I love him. We've got a coach, and who'd think that we were 23 over 500, you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy right now. Yeah. Ain't no question about that. Yeah. I mean, they they are just not slowing down. Uh, they just continue to beat teams night in, night out. And you have a stumble here or there like they did against Oklahoma City, but Oklahoma City's playing really well right now and clicking on all cylinders. They took out Orlando tonight, 126-117, so... Thunder continued to do uh, Thunder things and trying to climb up their way in the Western Conference standings. And the Bosches need to take care of Toronto on Thursday night, and they'll be sitting uh, in the Catbird seat for the one seat in the Eastern Conference. There you go. Hey, Sparky, I think we're going to win the Eastern Conference this year. Got a, good, got a good chance at it, Joey. Thanks for the call, buddy. Right, Have a good thanks, night. buddy. Bye-bye. You betcha. Stay warm. Stay inside. Don't go outside. I was just uh, refreshing my phone to see what the temperature was outside. In Hales Corners currently is a... Temperature of negative 7. Not a real feel of negative 7, mind you. It is a temperature of negative 7 in Hales Corners. The real feel, according to AccuWeather, in Hales Corners right now is minus 32. Do not go outside at all unless you absolutely must, must, must go outside. Otherwise, just don't. Just stay inside. Stay warm. Stay out of the weather. 
Uh, okay, let's uh, eye up the enemy and uh, look at and see uh, what all happened tonight on the other side of the court. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. All right, let's go uh, look at the enemy tonight. 25 points for Reggie Jackson, 10 of 15 shooting, 3 of 8 from 3. Andre Drummond, double-double, 20 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 of 15 shooting. Uh, Blake Griffin tonight, 18 points, 9 assists, 7 boards, 5 turnovers, 6 of 16 shooting, 3 of 9 from 3. Had a uh, tweet ask me uh, tonight, and I didn't say it on the air, but I can say it now because it, it it applies uh to what we were just talking about, eyeing up the enemy, asked if we don't get Anthony Davis. Here it is. It's from Naldo. Uh, tweets at 105.7 FM, the fan of the Bucks can't get AD. Would you go after Blake Griffin? And my response was, nope, no interest. Huge, gigantic contract. Um, and he's not going out there and shooting, you know, a bunch of threes or anything like that. Um, and he was three of nine from three tonight. Uh, let's see. What's he shooting on the year from three? 36%, that's not god-awful, but his career numbers are 33%. So maybe he's having a career year this year. I'd have to go back and look at all of his numbers. But off the top of my head, I, I say no. I, I don't well, I don't want Blake Griffin on this team. I'll pass. Uh, 115-105, Bucks over the Detroit Pistons tonight. Let's hear from Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer, who talked just a little while ago uh, on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right. I have to imagine Coach Boonholzer is a pretty excited dude after his team wins 115-105 over the Detroit Pistons. This courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Um, you know, tough team, well coached, uh, play hard. So it was good for our team with a couple guys down. Um, you know, Connington steps up. George Hills plays a little bit more. Earson and DJ play a little bit more. Um, and then all the usual suspects, you know, Giannis and Bled and Brooke and Chris were great. So, um, you know, it's a good win. What stood out to you about the way the Pat played tonight? Yeah, you know, I think uh, his ability to attack and get to the paint and finish, um, you know, in some kind of unique ways. And um, and then he makes a couple threes on top of it. And, you know, his defensive activity is always great, contesting shots, getting in, helping rebound. He brings a great energy to the game. So, um, you know, we saw it a couple games ago how ready he is. He's a professional, and, um, you know, it's just great to have him for us. What does it mean to this team just to have so many guys who have that next man up mentality? Yeah, it's great. You know, it's a long season to get through uh, 82 games. The depth of your roster is always tested, and we feel great about our depth. Um, And I think there's even more guys that can help us. So um, I think there's a lot of confidence in everybody in the locker room. There was a stretch there in the second quarter where they started to get a little bit hot, and DJ was the one who really started to make the plays. Just how much did he mean to you guys during that stretch? Yeah, no, it was, uh, I don't know what they cut it to. It felt like four or six or something, and, he hits a little baseline jumper, hits the three, gets the follow. Um, you know, it was right back to 10 or 11, and thought that was a critical stretch, and um, we needed somebody to put the ball in the basket, and he did it. What is it about this team that hasn't lost two straight games uh, all year long? I think it just speaks to the character of the team, to the competitiveness of the, of the team. Um, you know, they've set high standards for themselves, high expectations, and, um, you know, so it's... Um, we've talked about it a little bit, um, and, you know, those really good teams historically, um, you know, they usually bounce back after a loss, and uh, so far our group's been able to do that. There have been a few games recently where Chris has scored a, a bunch of points early, Brooks scored early, and then Giannis kind of scores late. Is there anything to that? No. You know, I mean, we went to Chris a lot early tonight, and um, maybe could have kept going to him more and, you know, just didn't. Um, but I thought... You know, he set a tone for us early. I thought he was really big, and um, you know, I think in getting us off to a good start without Malcolm, without Sterling. So um, I think it's more just the flow of the game. What did you see in that one stretch? Uh, I think late in the third, where Giannis was like a playmaker more than you know trying to dominate and crush the ball. 
Yeah, no, I mean, we see a lot of that. He's a great decision maker. I, you know, I don't know if you're talking specifically about the pass out to the corner. Yeah, I mean, you know. There was a stretch there where he had a shot. He kicked one to the left wing, yep. and then another time he kicked it to the corner. Yeah, you know, the one to the corner to finish the quarter. Those are big momentum swings, and you know, he has the ball where maybe he could go in and, you know, um, finish in the paint or finish at the rim, but he sees an open corner three and makes a great read, and, you know, Pat makes the shot. Those are, you know, big momentum swings going into, uh, into a quarter. Ursan's been scuffling a little bit the past few games. Just what do you make of, of his play over the past couple of weeks? Yeah, I liked him better tonight. You know, I think uh, if he keeps, you know, I think focusing on being good defensively, competing, um, you know, it didn't quite go for him tonight, but I thought he was better. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's a long season, so, you know, I think we have the, all the confidence in the world in him. All right, so there you go. Uh, Coach Budenholzer happy with Ursan talking about Focusing more on the defense, not worrying as much about the offense uh, for the time being. Bucks get the win, 115-105. Take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I'll ask him about Thon Maker and why isn't he in the G League right now. That's straight ahead. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, Bucks get the win tonight over the Detroit Pistons. 115-105 next up. The Toronto Raptors. We'll talk with Josh Lundberg coming up uh, tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show at 248. Uh, looking forward to hearing from him. We always uh, normally talk to him anytime uh, Bucks and Raptors uh, are each gathering a playoff series. Normally, never during the regular season, but this is a little bit different when you have the one and the two in the East playing each other in Toronto on TNT. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, he is Matt Velasquez. How are you doing, Matt? Oh, I'm just great. How about you, Sparky? Oh, I haven't had such a good day. Um, but if you want to listen to it like everybody else and laugh at me, it's the 5 o'clock hour, about five minutes in, Matt, and you can hear just how bad of a day I've had. And uh, you'll laugh. And you can let Eric name listen, and you can both chuckle and laugh at me. Um, 115-105, Bucks get the win. I, I, I had a question from my listener earlier that wants to know why, if Thonmaker isn't going to play uh, for the Bucks, why don't they have him in the G League? Um, I just don't see if, I don't know if they think that that's, the, the best use of him. I, I don't know why that would be the decision. Uh, obviously, he's played a bunch uh, this season uh, at the NBA level, um, and they, they see him as someone who can contribute. They need somebody who, just in case something happens during a game, uh, something happens to DJ Wilson or Sonny Tova, or they decide that you know they need Thon Maker's uh, skill set to put him in there. Um, you know, then he needs to be available. And obviously, you can only have um, you need to have 13 active roster uh, players uh, for a game. And so if, you know, guys like Dante DiVincenzo is out and somebody like Christian Wood, who is newer to the team, um, is, is going to be sent down to the G League, then, then that leaves Don up here. So uh, I think they, they kind of see Don as somebody who they're going to keep. And I also think that it's a little bit different you know, with a, a first-round pick who's in his third year to send him to the G League for the first time in forever uh, versus somebody, you know, who's the last guy in the roster or the last guy who joined the roster in, in Christian Wood or your first-round pick from this year, Dante DiVincenzo. Like, I think it's... There's a little bit different of a connotation uh, to that. It's ego. So instead of letting the guy get run and maybe get a little bit better, he sits up here and doesn't play four of the last five games. The one game he did play against Dallas, he played four minutes. The two games prior to that, he played nine minutes, ten minutes. The game before that, he didn't play at all. Then it was five minutes, three minutes. I mean, I, I tend to agree with the listener that thinks this is just completely pointless. And I also agree with Thon and his representation if they did ask for a trade that if you're not going to play me, then I'd rather go somewhere where I can at least get some run here uh, at some point. And at the same point, as you know, I, I tend to want to see Christian Wood a little bit more, and this hopefully would open up a way for him to get out on the floor and play a little bit more himself. You know, I think that um, those are all valid points, but at the same time, like, you need to have, you know, you can't just send two or three guys from your team down to the G League. You're just not, you're just not going to do that. Um, but they've been doing it consistently. Of, Sterling Brown was doing it earlier in the year. Christian Wood's been doing it all year long. DiVincenzo was doing it. They've been doing it with guys back and forth. They go all year. But not in the, not a, a third-year guy. Uh, I mean, they, they did with Sterling Brown for two games or three games at most, but since then he has not gone back. No, he played well uh, and got he, to stay. He, he's been playing really well. 
you know, Thon played really well for a stretch there when Ersan Eliasova was out. True. Um, and, and so, you know, you say, okay, we know this guy can help us. We know that we, we might need him at certain points. And so we're going to keep him up here because, you know, at that Mavericks game, I don't think he was going to play. Uh, and Ersan was playing poorly. And so Bud said, you know what, we need something else. We need to, we need to give Thon a run right now so he can get some more energy up. And that, that's what he did for those four minutes. And, you know, while you know, he might not want those four minutes, you know, it's better than nothing. And it's also – uh, something that the team needed that day, and I, I think he's a team guy first and foremost. And I think he wanted he wanted to get some run there and, and and help out, and he did. Ten seconds left. Bucks down one, side out. Who takes the shot for you? Uh, I mean, ten seconds left. That's a lot of time. Yep. I think you'd probably want to get the ball into the hands of uh, of Giannis or Bledsoe at the top of the key. Yep. Everybody else out. Let them create. Yep. And then it's really just dictated by what the defense gives you. If, if the defense is going to collapse in a way that leaves someone wide open, or you have a cutter like a Malcolm Brogdon coming off the wing, or Chris Milton coming off the wing uh, to get a layup, you can do that. Uh, if not, I mean, you, I think more often than not, you're going to trust Giannis or Bledsoe. And I think two out of three times, you'd probably say you want Giannis to have the ball in his hands there. I mean, you can just go look. Like People have Giannis either not in their top four or third or fourth. Everybody seemingly has Brogdon or Middleton as the guy they want taking the shot at the end of the game. Everybody pretty much agrees that Giannis gets the ball, drives, and then they all want him to kick, essentially, if he doesn't have the shot to one of those two guys taking the shot. Nobody wants Giannis taking a pull-up jumper. Nobody wants Giannis taking a three. I mean, if it's if it's a two-point game instead of a one-point game, then I'm saying, yeah, or a three-point game, it's, okay, yes, then get it to Brogdon, get it to Middleton. Those are the guys you right. want. Maybe get it to Tony Snell. If it's a one-point game, I, you can you can kind of say, hey, Giannis, go to the bucket and either get a, get a, get a layup or get fouled or do something. Like You can create off of that with 10 seconds. That's, that's a lot crazy. of time. Yep, no doubt. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. One final question, because I know you are a cookie guy. We had this conversation and it escalated quickly uh, on the on the big show the other day. Uh, blue bag of Chips Ahoy cookies uh, or red chewy kind of Chip Ahoy cookies? Uh, give me the, the the original. Give me the blue ones because uh, those those ones I think you, you can still kind of like warm them up a little bit and get them a little bit softer. At least get them a little bit more <laughs> more chocolatey. You get the chocolate running a little bit, uh, whereas the chewy ones you can't you can't unchewy them. That was one of the arguments made for the blue bag, indeed. Matt, thanks so much. All right, you bet. There he is, Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Central. Great follow on Twitter. Great read as well in the Milwaukee Journal Central. Joining us in the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Get one more call in here. Carl in Allentown, Pennsylvania. What's up, Carl? Hey, Sparky. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Uh, just to pick up on something Matt just said there. When, if, if it's a one-point game and Giannis is driving goes to the line, you know, at 70%, I'm not a whole lot confident that I want him at the line trying to close out a game. Free throw percentage is another another thing that you have to yeah. consider with Giannis. You're absolutely right. Yep. And it's apparently, it's getting worse. I mean, he's a 74% career free throw shooter, and this year he's at 70. Yep. Okay, but that's that's a side issue. The other, the other thing I wanted to talk about was just his overall shooting of threes. So whenever Giannis is on the floor, he is the fifth, He's the worst three-point shooter from a percentage Correct. point. So he really doesn't. You know, I know you can't improve if you don't shoot, but you know, from a percentage standpoint, he really doesn't deserve more than a couple, one or two. You know, Carl, threes if, from go back night. to what Matt said. If you're down three, is he on the floor? <laughs> I'm serious. Well, if he's a superstar, which you know. I, everyone seems to agree. Yeah, he's in the he MVP conversation. The, well, I, I I agree. I mean, if the guy can't shoot deep and he can't shoot from the line, then you've there's an argument there where that he's not a superstar. But um, be that as it may, I think he's on the floor, and I don't want him, just like everyone else is saying, I don't want him taking any threes because that's not a good option with other four guys out there who can hit it. And then at the line, it's just he's not going to be money because when you're trying to close out a game, that 70% is really like 60% because you're not a confident free throw shooter at that point. Yep. No, I hear you, Carl. Hey, man, thanks a lot for listening. I appreciate it. All right. I'll be back. You bet you. Take care. There he is, Carl in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Let's uh, quickly look ahead to the Raptors. If I can get it to work. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. 
Find your way at ffpwi.com. All right, Toronto Raptors, the next uh, team on Thursday night in Toronto. TNT uh, is that game. Looking forward, we'll be on the air immediately following that one. Last game, uh, after losing back-to-back games uh, in Indiana and in Houston against the Rockets, they come back and they take care of the Dallas Mavericks. Not a very good basketball team uh, at that. Uh, But they took care of the Mavericks, uh, 123-120 in that game, outscoring them 38-32. Uh, in the fourth quarter uh, of that one, uh, leading the way for them, Kawhi Leonard, obviously 33 points. Kyle Lowry is healthy because he didn't play the last time uh, for Toronto when they faced the Bucks. 19 points, nine assists, five boards. Abaka, 11 and 11. Uh, yeah, uh, all scoring mainly coming from their guys. Outside of Van, Van Vliet was really uh, instrumental for them off the bench. 13 points, six assists. I just wonder whether or not they would consider moving Kyle Lowry. Van Vliet considers uh, continues to play the way he's been playing this year. It'll be interesting to find out. All right, that will do it uh, tonight for this very show. Don't forget Chuck and Winkler tomorrow morning. I'm sure they'll be talking a little bit more about this Bucks basketball game tomorrow morning. Maybe looking ahead to that Raptors game coming up on Thursday night. I know we will on the big show at two o'clock. Josh Lewenberg uh, from TSN Radio uh, up in Canada will join us at two forty-eight. And looking forward to hearing his thoughts on just what is going on with this Raptors team and what he thinks of this Bucks basketball team now coached by Mike Budenholzer. My thanks to Mayor Mitch, Andrew, the intern. I'm Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Enjoy the rest of your night. And please stay out of the outside cold air. It's not safe. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.